This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into this message of the day in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless the Holy Name. We worship you. We glorify you. We ask for your word to be made manifest this morning. Let our word bring for revival. Let there be revelation knowledge of who you are and who you want us to be. So that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. The message is titled, Where Will You Spend Eternity? Where will you spend eternity? And we're taking our message from the book of Acts, chapter 7. I'm reading from verse 55 up to verse 60. Acts chapter 7, from verse 75 down to 60. And Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. Where will you spend eternity? Acts chapter 7, I read from verse 55. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. In the midst of persecution, in the midst of affliction, in the midst of tribulation, God opened his eyes and he saw heaven. He saw the glory of God. He saw Jesus Christ standing on the right hand of God. 56. And said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Before the people that were contracted to kill him, his tormentors, he was saying, look at Jesus, standing, welcoming me. He was not talking about, please, don't kill me, don't kill me. He was telling them that he, there is a welcome party already going on in heaven for his sake. So if you people are telling me to deny Christ, not to serve him, you are wasting your time. Because there is already a party going on in heaven for my sake. That I am coming back home. What shall separate you? me from the love of christ what is that separate you from the love of the love of christ he said is it okay let us say is that let us not talk about any other thing is it true to your life that makes you say i will not serve this god again he said what is that shall separate you from the love of god look at uh, an apostle on that trait to his life he saw heaven he had a revelation of jesus christ he saw heavens jubilating and he was telling them that this home is not my place. I'm about living. Because there is a welcome party going already in heaven. For my sake. What do we see when we are faced with persecution? When we are faced with trials? When we are tormented? Most of us have not gotten to the level where we, by our lives are threatened. Physically. We might be threatened by hunger. We might be treated maritally. We might be treated financially. We might be treated by sicknesses. 
But has it gotten to the point where you are told deny Jesus and leave? If you confess Jesus, you will die. These people came face to face with deaths, but they refused to turn their back on Christ. Many of us are turning our backs on Christ. For what? Because we are not eating our breakfast. There is no money for breakfast. Because what we expect, marriages we expect have not comfort. The work we expect has not comfort. The connections we expect has not comfort. Recognition, power has not comfort. Or we don't have good accommodation. Or perhaps what God said has not come to pass. We turn our backs on him. And God is showing people who are talking about Christ and nothing but Christ. People who lived for Christ. People who died for Christ. People in the face of death. They say, you say, want to kill me. He said, there is already a welcome party. Welcoming me. You have not even struck. But heaven has already prepared a party. Come on, come on, here what revelation do you have about your Christ? Your journey to eternity is determined by the revelation you have about your Christ. If you don't have revelation about Christ, you just pass by without an impact on this earth. I pray that will not be your portion. Verse 57. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. Ah, ah. This man we are threatening, we want to kill. We are saying we don't want to hear that Christ. And he's saying that Christ is holding a party for him. They consider it as an abomination. They didn't want to hear somebody mentioning Christ. Anything that by Christ, they didn't want. They consider it as an abomination. They consider it as something treasonable in the land. They block their ears. The multitude against one person. Yeah, that person didn't say, Forgive me, I won't mention that name again. He stood his ground for Christ. Stood his ground for Christ. They rushed with one accord. 58. And cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes on a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. They took him out of the city. They stoned him to death. Why they were doing that? Their belongings, they kept it in the course of the man that has organized them. The man that had organized them called Saul, who we later know to be called who? Paul. The man that organized him was called Saul then. A killer, murderer. A high level general of the Roman kingdom. If you read his this, he tell you that he profited more than his equal when he was Saul. He was a recognized general, a recognized noble, a recognized officer. Honorable. He said he, he extended more than his equal. Number one in distinction, in service to his kingdom, in persecuting Christians, in killing Christians, in 
in doing what he believed was service unto his kingdom. He was the one that was instrumental to the death of Stephen. Because his number one assignment was anything he had Christian Christ. Like, but Stephen was not moved. He refused to compromise. He had a revelation knowledge of where he was going to. Before Christ died, he had met Christ. He knew this Christ. He believed in this Christ. He served this Christ. He was ready to die for this Christ. What is your revelation about Christ? And what is your knowledge about this Christ? I always tell people, thank God that Saul became poor and made heaven. There are people who are in hell today. The people that kill them and send them to hell will make heaven. Come and come here. There are so many people who are in hell today. People that kill them will make heaven and they will end up in hell. There are people that have been killed by Arabas. There are rituals who are sacrificing people using their blood to make money. Selling human parts and bodies to make money. Blood test agents. Blood sucking agents. There are courtly grandmasters that will repent and go to heaven. There are robbers that will repent and go to heaven. Rapists that rape people to death, they will repent. They will make heaven. The Lord told his disciples, there are many things I will have love to tell you. But not now, because you won't understand it. Habit, when the spirit of truth comes, he shall reveal these things to you. Many of these people will call evil people that have killed, destroyed lives. Many of them will make heaven. Because many of them are going to have an encounter. They are going to have revelation knowledge about Christ. And they are going to give their life to Christ. And they will make heaven. But many of people they, they killed that were sinners and not in hell. And that they say, hey, God, this man can't go to heaven. He's the one that killed me. He's the one that killed me. He said, No, you cannot stop him. He's the killer. He's a ritualist. But in my book, he's not a ritualist. My book does not have his name as a ritualist. Saul killed me. I went to hell. Saul, he said, I don't have any soul in my record. Who I have is Paul. Saul was the old man. Paul is the man in Christ. That's why he said, now is the time of what? Salvation. Now is the acceptable word. Don't wait tomorrow. Because you might not see tomorrow. As the word is going, accept it now. Believe. Now is the acceptable time. So many people have said, tomorrow I will give my life to Christ. Tomorrow I will listen. They didn't see tomorrow. What shall separate us from the love of Christ? He refused to give up his love for Christ. They rushed out. They stoned him. 59. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, let not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he did what? He fell asleep. He did what? Christians do not die. Come, Ahoroko. Christians sleep to the next level. Hello? Yes, they sleep. 
he fell asleep. Transition, movement, transit, exit, movement, continuous movement. But then where would your movement end? He fell asleep and moved to another level to receive his reward. His spirit went back to his creator. He so has done a good work. Hebrew 9 27. And as it's appointed unto men once, once, once to die. You are appointed to die how many times? You are appointed to die once. Not two times. Not what? Not two times, not three times, not four times, once. They come back once. Shakespeare said, they come back once. It doesn't come two times. But after this, the judgment. That judgment they've been talking about. If you are alive for any reason, they came. You saw it. You didn't die. Don't abuse the grace of God upon your life. Tamahoroko. The Bible says appointed a torment once to die. It didn't say two times. Once. Many people don't die and come back. Maybe when they die, that breath is cut off, they are gone. And you saw this, you came back. You are living on what is called grace of God. Don't allow that grace to expire again. And you died not only once, you died two. And she came back. There is a covenant you should not joke with. If you miss it, what will you tell God that day? Because people never had the opportunity more than once. You saw them face to face. He delivered you. You have seen that once. You face sick. The thing they say knew that you are going. But somehow he saved you. You have seen that once. Don't joke with the grace you are enjoying now. Come higher, come higher. Deaths are in different forms. They are in different forms. We have had a situation whereby we thought this was just it's all over. It's all over. Some people will forget about the being to come daddy mommy more. Because daddy and mommy is zero. Daddy cannot move anything. You get to that level and you see you are still alive today. Don't abuse the grace of God upon your life. The revelation you have of Christ determines where you spend eternity. Stephen had a revelation of who Christ was to him. He had a revelation of what he, where he was going to. He had a revelation where he was going to. And what happened? He insisted on living for Christ to the end. Insisted. Some people are having halfway they miss it the word of god says what shall separate us from the love of god shall tribulation is it real is it famine is it property is it marriage is it money what is it is it that, that shall separate us from the love of god then he said no in all this we are more than what what is it the disciples showed us that nothing can separate us from the love of god they showed us the examples. Stephen lived for Christ. 
Stephen died willingly for Christ. Today the question of where we will spend eternity is still staring the world on the face. Is still staring the body of Christ on the face. Is still staring the children of God, you and I, on the face. Where will you spend eternity? While alive, because of their faith in Christ, they saw where they were going to spend eternity. In the face of death, they saw where they were going to spend eternity. Who are you living for? Who are you serving? And who will you be willing to die for? In Philippians chapter 1 verse 21, Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 says, For to me to live is Christ. How about? For me to do what? To live is what? Christ. That means I'm alive. Everything about me is so. Jesus. It's just for me to live. There is no other business why I'm alive. Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. For me to live is. There is no other business I'm called to do. It's just Jesus. Whether I'm a doctor. A lawyer. Everything I do on earth must conform to the glory of God. If what I do, my profession, my lifestyle does not conform to the glory of God, I'm not living for Christ. And to die is what? Gain. Even if I die, it will profit me. Stephen died, but it was gainful. He knew where he was going to. Peter died, it was gainful. He knew where he was going to. All the apostles that died, you know God that dies, is gainful unto them and unto the body of Christ and to the kingdom of God because they are going for eternity in heaven with Christ. It's profitable unto the kingdom of God. To die in Christ is gain. For me to live is Christ. And of course, I, I don't know how we have been, I will have managed to survive without Christ. But because my life is in Christ, I will fulfill my purpose on earth. Amen. Just like everybody under the sound of my voice. Amen. When God gives you a direction, don't be angry. Some of God said, don't do this. <coughs> don't be angry. He's serving you. God will not die tomorrow. He will never die. He doesn't need your blessing. He's already blessed. He's looking for who to bless. He wants to bless you with all life. He wants to bless you with blessing. Why are you arguing? Don't do this. You are arguing. The Lord is good. Apostle Paul declared that the summary of his life on earth is simply one thing to live for Christ. And he said, if he dies for serving Christ, it is profitable unto him, it is profitable unto the kingdom of God. Can same be said about you and I? Who are you living for? Who are you living for? Many are living for their wealth, living for their earthly possessions, living for their earthly positions, living for earthly status. Many are living for their empires, their kingdoms, earthly kingdoms that they have acquired and carved up for themselves. Many are living for the cares of the world, living for flesh, for fashion. Living for the cares of the world, for immorality, living for social media, 
They don't even have time for God. But they have time to spend three hours, four hours on social media daily. When you open the social media, you begin to see them in oppression. 2 a.m. Some people are still working on social media. They are still busy. 1 a.m. 12 midnight. Busy. They can call it any name. But before social media, 10 o'clock they have slept. Before the manifestation, they have slept. Before manifestation on social media, 10 o'clock they have slept. Tell them to stay away for one hour to pray. No way. But they'll stay away for hours. And you the same thing. There are many children of God that cannot open the Bible from Monday to Sunday. They can't open the Bible to read, to study. Except the one we are preaching today. After today, the Bible goes on holidays until next Sunday. Even next Sunday, somebody will become, they forget the Bible. But they will not forget their contact lists. Clients, their, the list of their clients, everything. Upon on Monday, they won't forget that one. They're coming to church most and they forget. And we expect so much from God. And you know, in your office, if you don't want Monday to sort today or Friday, you are not entitled to wages. And we expect so much from God, but we're not giving God anything. We're not giving that relationship. We're not giving back that love. We're not giving what He's giving to us. Because I am sharpening what? He said, draw near to me. I do what? Draw near. He is looking for, for us to draw near. We refuse to draw near. We are busy running away. And then we turn, turn around and complain that he has not done much for us. He came and had a karma who many are living for new age generations. The word of God declares that where your treasure is, there will your mind also be. What you are living for determines who you are serving. What you are living for determines who you are serving. He said, You cannot serve God and what? Mama. Cannot serve God and Mama. What will you look back and see at the end of your life? Listen, the Lord will always say, He said, What I've been telling you, people, telling him what he has been telling us, He said, That they will see it. All these things, He said, will see it, it will play off again. When you look back that day, what will you see at the end of your life? Time only marches forward and not backward. Time marches forward. Never backward. Every second we spend on earth draws closer and closer to eternity. Every minute we spend, every hour we spend, every day we spend, every week we spend, every month, every year we spend on this earth draws us closer and closer to eternity. As you are breathing right now, some people are taking their last breath on earth. As you are breathing right now, some people are struggling to acquire the next age which might not be that is when the eternity begins as they are departing they cannot enter the narrow road and get at least to eternity in heaven they join the broad way and the broad gates every second moves us closer to eternity many who yesterday taught about today never live to see today of course, I've seen it. Many on the way. Yes, people are expecting my village. People are expecting at their homes, at offices. They don't get to offices that day. They don't go to their homes. They don't go to their village. They don't get there. Time is marching us closer to eternity. Yet many spend their days on earth as if they are in control. As if they are in charge of an empire or a kingdom. 
without a beginning and an end. Many forget that it's appointed unto men once to die. But after this life on earth, the next thing is judgment. Who are you living for? Who are you serving? And who will you be willing to die for? Where will you spend eternity? Many are living for the world. Many are living for flesh. For pride. Malice. Hatred. Unforgiveness. Bitterness. Many bitterness is food to them. Many their mind, their hearts are so engrossed with darkness. Darkness. That what is in the mind is bigger than what native doctors have in their shrine. Tamahorokomahaya. Many what is in their minds ah, is bigger than the idols in the shrine of a native doctor. Years back, I was ministering to a sister in Abuja on the phone. The Lord said, Tell that lady that she should drop that those charms she's carrying. I said, The Lord said, Drop the charms. He said, Ah, man of God, I've never gone to any native doctor. The Lord said, The charms in her mind. Lord said, the Lord said, the charms in your mind. Ah? Say yes. There are so many things there. No matter how religious. The professional confession you make, you make about Christ, you will not enter the kingdom of God. If you like, sleep in the church every day. If you like, sleep, sweep the church ten times a day. Sleep in the church. You won't enter. Tamahoro Komahaya. Many are so desirous of vainglory. Vainglory, I will never go beyond this earth. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that, I want that. They don't have time again for God. If anybody says, Brother, this is not the way now, it's not your own, it belongs to me. They say, Here, do you know who I am? Where are my talks? 1,000 talks, I can pay them. Do you know the kind of do you know I'm the one that says what happens in this area, in this time, this country? Oh yes, you must say what happens. But one day, another person will say where you spend eternity. And where people like you belong. How many, how old will you spend? How long will you spend on this earth? 100 years, 150? Let us even say 1,000 years. As old as Methuselah. But you know what hell is all about without beginning, without end. So, what shall it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul in hell? We must decide to take up the cross and follow Jesus daily. We must aspire to live for Him. We must aspire to serve Him. We must aspire to die for Him. And most importantly, Desire and aspire to spend eternity with him. The cares of this world have made many to separate from the love of Christ. Anything that separates you from the love of Christ, for sure, is drawing that person deeper and deeper into the love of Satan and the love of the world. Disciples of Christ laid a solid foundation for all of us to emulate. They serve Christ. And only Jesus crucified. They live for Christ. They died for Christ. And presently 
they are spending eternity in heaven with him. Matthew was killed with a sword in Ethiopia. He died through a sword. Mark was dragged by horses through the streets of Alexandria in Egypt until he died. Somebody was dragged. Denied Jesus. He said, I will not deny him. They dragged him. Through horses, dragged him, human being, until from the wounds and pains and afflictions, he died. He refused to deny Jesus. Luke was hanged in Greece by hanging. John the Beloved was boiled in which basin of boiling oil? In Rome. But he survived it. Thereafter, he was sentenced to the mines on the prison island of Patmos. And even in that affliction, in that tribulation, in that persecution, he was still of service to the Lord. Many of us backslide. When little affliction comes our way, we backslide. Many backslide. If for any reason money doesn't come the way it used to come. Many backslide. When they woke up in the morning, they started their car. Their car couldn't start. No child for that day. They backslide. That the Christ does not exist. Their service is onto their vehicle. Vehicle didn't move, so that vehicle is their God. You said they're walking down, taking a bus, they're taking their ties, you know? Jesus, you, will have, you ought to have fixed this car because you now have to go to church. Many backslide. When one child, a member of the family falls sick, the rest, nobody goes to church that day. When they lose their job, lose means of livelihood, they backslide. The dead of a loved one makes them to backslide. What shall separate us from the love of Christ? John the Baptist, in the midst of that affliction, wrote the prophetic book of Revelation. He was later freed, and he served as the bishop of Edessa in modern Turkey. He died as an old man. The only apostle to die peacefully. There is a message on John the Baptist in our part two of this message. We're going to that. The only apostle to die peacefully. All the other people died either by execution, hanging, through affliction. Peter was crucified upside down on an X-shaped cross. The broad cross. He said, please, no, 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 no. The only person that is qualified to die with his hands stretched open on the cross is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am not qualified. He was not even talking about, I don't want to die. Yo. He was telling him how he was going to die. <laughs> I'm not qualified to be crucified. My head standing this way. Turn me upside down. Let my cross be X instead of cross. X shaped. Do you know what? When we are small, young, We'll do this acrobatic display whereby you put your hands on your on the ground and raise your two legs. Do it for one minute, two minutes, and see the upset blood, what everything will part will move from this thing. And then you will feel the impact on your head. If you don't come down, you can easily die. They imagine somebody is crucified that way. And the person say, Let me die that way. Many of them had the commitment and confidence if about death 
that is a dear donkey but this is how i'm going to die for this christ i want you to know that you have not made any mistakes having this god so you're wasting your time telling me to deny him no 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 i can't deny my faith i'm ready to die but i'm not ready to die like christ died what manner of faith is that what manner of faith is that well this is talking about business talking about marriage talking about children talking about skyscraper talking about vehicle talking about money because god has not done it we're no longer going to church because god has not done it when we come to church everybody becomes our enemy you carry your face as you be your face do yourself a favor go to the ocean go to the sea that's your face if you put it inside the river it will kill fishes for you if you know the power of darkness on your face when you try to go to rub your face it can poison fishes in the sea you don't need that you don't need that as a child of god we're talking about people that died for this christ we're talking about for this service we're offering christ that pay the price they're not separated from the love of god james the brother of the lord he was not a disciple when the lord was alive but when the lord died resurrected eh? so this is true he joined and become the head of the church in jerusalem over 100 feet he was thrown down from the pinnacle of the temple when he refused to die he couldn't die they used club to kill smashing to death incidentally the temple the three man from was the same temple set and made jesus christ and told him to fall down from that temple so for that should be it's written that you are giving charge to angels to take care of you to guide you please your feet he defeated satan on that temple and they took his brother you see wickedness of man they took his brother to the same temple and threw him 100 feet the highest point of that temple he fell smart to the other he didn't die at that spot jesus christ defeated satan the same spot he gave his brother strength to defeat the devil again he didn't die when they found out he didn't die they used something and then smashed him to death I know some of our one story beauty deny jesus or i treat you i in fact i don't I, I don't even know jesus i don't even know who pastor Ezekiel is i don't even know but our serving god has not got into that level although for many he has gone to that level james the son of zebedee the brother of john was beheaded in rome a roman officer witnessed his trial the roman officer where they who was guiding the prison where he was kept who was in charge of securing him to make sure he's bright any day they have to bring him was following the trial and saw the authority and saw the conviction the boldness of james by the time they condemned james he was marching james to the place of execution he got it he told the judge please i believe in this christ that this man believes in yes. you believe in who this man people are just killing because of this christ i believe i 
am convicted by this Christ belief that this is the real God. I have never seen people like this. In the face of death, they still hold on to that God and he's telling you, giving you account of this Jesus. History about Jesus Jesus. Standing before you people, telling you that nothing will make him deny this Christ. Say, I believe in God. They say, they executed that Roman officer as they were executing James. That Roman officer didn't see Christ. He wasn't there when he raised the dead. He wasn't there when he fed the 5,000. He wasn't there when Jesus Christ did different signs and miracles he did. They just, the confession of James on trial convicted him. The mark God has given to you, what is he doing? How many people have you led to Christ? How many people have you won their souls? As a child of God. What are you using your mouth to do? To run down the body of Christ? To run down the church? How many have you won? Souls have you won? A man was defending his faith. His testimony. Confession. One is for Christ. Can't you think about that? But let me call Natana. Died in Turkey. Through weeping. Weeping. It's not the one we weep. That weeping. Go and look at the one they use for Christ. Hands are your nails inside the rope. When they flog you, it will pierce through the body. They drag it. A portion of your flesh will jump out. The flog, it will hook spikes. It has like spikes. These football boots, the one we used to use, spikes, iron. It will pierce the body. They draw it. It comes out with a chunk of flesh. It could be intestine. It can bust out the intestine. Bust out any part of the body. Smash the bread, anything. That was what they used on him. But he did not deny Christ. Andrew was crucified on an X-shaped cross in Greece. When he brought the cross, what did he do? He saluted the cross. He said he had been a long time been expecting this appointment on the cross. Saluted the cross. X-shaped cross. They put him there. On the cross, with the nails, with the pains, affliction, he refused to die. For two days, he was still evangelizing the word of God from that cross. For two days, he was still preaching the word of God from the cross until his breath left him. Thomas was stabbed to death in India. Jude was killed with arrows. Matthias was stoned and beheaded. Matthias that replaced John the Baptist. Paul was tortured and then beheaded by evil emperor Nero of Rome. Paul endured lengthy imprisonment. He wrote many epistles to the church throughout the Roman Empire. These epistles today are part of the foundational doctrines of Christianity which form a large portion of the New Testament. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They loved not their life unto death. They did not love their life unto what? 
unto death. The Lord not their life unto death. Come with me to the book of Revelation. They love Christ more than their life. Revelation 21, please, 12 to 14. In the face of tribulation, persecution to life, the apostles refused to give up. Revelation chapter 21. Let, me, let us see what happened. After their deaths. Revelation chapter 21. I'm reading from verse 12. It's talking about the new kingdom in heaven. And how they were great and high. And had 12 gates. This new kingdom we're going to has 12 gates. And at the gates, 12 angels. And names written thereon. Which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of who? Amen. And on the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. On the west, three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations. Are you there with me? And in them, the names of the twelve apostles of who? Of the Lamb to live is Christ, and to die is what is what gain eternity in heaven, life without death in heaven. They are the foundations of the new heaven, one of the city and the twelve foundations, and then the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. What shall separate us from the love of Christ? The life, the service, dedication, faith, and love of these disciples of Christ is an exposure to our materialistic service to God. What we just read now is an exposure to our materialistic service to God. The body of Christ right now is so much engulfed in materialism. We are so materialistic. What we have just read and studied right now is a mirror to the living. When I came in contact with this message, I saw myself as being empty. They were not talking about what they want from God. They were talking about their service unto God. The world say you cannot serve this God. They say we must serve this God. They were not talking about Jesus. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Mm -mm. They were not talking about what they will give, 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 give. And the world said you cannot serve this God. They say we must serve. If you serve this God, we will kill you. They say even in there we will serve Him. What is your revelation about your Christ? The revelation you have about your Christ determines where you spend eternity. I see myself as being empty. I see myself as a beginner in my service unto God. I see my service unto Christ simply at the zero level. And presently, our spirits ought to be crying for help. We need help. The body of Christ needs help. The children of God needs help. The world needs help. We need help. Our spirit right now is supposed to be crying for mercy. 
crying for grace to serve him in spirit and truth crying for his strength to quicken us to serve in spirit and truth to serve nothing except Jesus Christ crucified our earthly desire to be crucified for Christ to live in us the commitment of these disciples is so that ought to challenge every child of God for us to quicken and we dedicate our lives and service to God they had a revelation of Christ and many of them held on to that Judas refused to see what others saw Judas was there he saw Jesus Christ he saw Christ raise the dead he saw him walk upon the sea he saw him do notable miracles but he had no revelation of him other disciples we are gathering we want the ministry to move forward gathering to make sure the ministry moves forward Judas was creating a separate ministry when money comes in he removes and put running a parallel ministry parallel vision other people were running in one accord same vision Judah had a separate vision and mission other people will say and bring to the church Judas was removing from the one that was going to the church for personal issues where do you belong? Are you amongst those that bring? Or are you amongst those that take away from the church? Many people come with good intentions. With your mouth, you take them away. Why? Because you don't have revelation knowledge. You don't have deep revelation of who Christ is all about in your life. Thomas was there with him. Thomas saw the signs and wonder. But Thomas still never believed. That what Christ was saying will surely come to pass. Just like in every church, you see, have doubters. They will always find fault with the man of God. They will always have issues. No, until I see before I believe. People that you say, don't say the Lord, they said, leave that one. Leave that one. There's a God is saying, mm -mm, I bet you did not tell me that one. Until they drop that. Before they believe, by that time to be late. Revelation. Because the revelation about Christ was not properly announced. Where do you belong? Do you belong to the club of Judas Iscariot? Or do you belong to the club of Thomas? Who later believed? He has to see before he believed. It is dangerous for you to see before you believe because there might not be a second chance. That is why I believe is very dangerous. Number one, it hinders blessings too. By the time you realize that that thing, that thing is the truth, it will, might be late. The person might not be alive. That is why I believe is very, very dangerous. What do I have been saying here in this church? Some people are just think it's just a joke. Some people, God will correct it, they will get angry. Some are calling me Murphy's and calling it, they will get angry. And they get angry. They want to see whether it's true. Whether that thing the Lord is saying will happen. Are you amongst the group? That reason I act like John the beloved. 
the ones that believed in the Lord. The ones that follow Jesus Christ like see their children. The ones that have removed their earthly wisdom and taken on the wisdom of Christ. The ones that if Jesus says sit there, they will sit. The ones that if Jesus stands up and moves, they follow him without him calling them. Other people will wait for Christ to call them. John the Beloved never waited for Christ to call him. Once Christ stands, he will stand. Once Christ moves, he will move. The man that knew how to draw near to Christ and Christ drew nearer to him. What you sow is what you reap. John the Beloved had a very deep revelation about who this Christ was. And he was blessed by that revelation. Are you in the group that the cares of the world have taken over their souls? What's the revelation of Jesus Christ? The level of your revelation of Christ determines where you spend eternity. Where will you spend eternity? Bow your heads. Begin to talk to the Lord this morning. We have had a message. We want you over and over to reveal yourself to us. The same way you reveal yourself, Yongshun came upon the twelve disciples. Eleven of them willingly died for you. So do we ask for Samaritan to come upon us? Let Yongshun equip us to serve in spirit and truth. For we cannot serve God and Mammon. In every area we have offended, you will ask for mercy. Father, the message has entered us. We are come to times, Father, that we are nothing before you. We ask for your spirit to quicken us. Let there be revival in our spirit, soul, and body. Revival in the spirit, souls, and bodies of everyone on the sound of my voice. Let's see a word that is moving forth from your throne of grace this morning. Revive them. Bring for spiritual and physical revival. Bring for revival health-wise and ministry-wise. Bring for revival, all-round revival to the body of Christ. We pray for the members of the church. We pray for the body of Christ and the world in general. We pray for our loved ones. We ask for young children and revival to locate us. To make us to be who you want us to be. So that your name will be glorified. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the anointed word of life. By Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A. A one Lemo Street at Jehovah Estate. Off International Airport Road, Lagos or anointedassembly.org for prayer and counseling please call 070-366-8-7445 may God richly bless you